Hi, this is Jovi. This is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Bed Crime Crime Stories. This is a weekly true crime podcast. We pour ourselves a drink. We take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. We sure as shit do. We do. (laughs) Yeah. How are you, Charlie? I'm here. Yeah. 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 I get it. That. Yeah. I get it. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I understand. I do. I do want to very quickly at the top of the show. Mm -hmm. You guys are listening to this as being released on June 1st, which means happy pride month. Happy pride. Happy pride month. everybody! Very excited. It is very exciting to quote the famous TikTok slash the Trixie Mattel Katya bit. Hi, gay. (laughs) We are sashaying into deals. Yes. Happy pride month. Yes. Queen. I can't crazy. believe it's June already. That it's dude crazy. Legit. It's crazy. I agree. I agree. Like, what? Like what? I don't know. Like what? I, I I got nothing. I agree. I got nothing. I agree. So it's cray cray. It is. It it's is cray cray show. It really is. Mm-hmm. Anything new going on with you? Um no. <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing that nothing great yeah no um but Mm. i did watch true crime shit yay i did i watched two two true crime shit two true crime from your list is it from the ever growing list oh no of course not because i i was looking for something to watch and i wasn't trying to watch something true crimey Mm -hmm. it just happened yeah um so i watched on netflix it's called missing dead or alive okay it's a three episode little docuseries and it follows um a missing persons department and i want to say i think it was north carolina Mm -hmm. and it just kind of shows what they do and like they have somebody for missing children missing adults missing like they have for each kind of like age sector Mm -hmm. and i tell you what the the man that is in charge of like the missing children, I wouldn't fuck with him. Yeah. He scared me. He did not play. He was scurry. He was scurry. But it was it was really good. It was very interesting. I definitely recommend it. And it's funny because I was like, oh, yes, there he did it. He he knows everything. And that's not how it works. Like it's so, it's so crazy. It is so it's a good show. It was it was really fun and interesting to watch. Um, so I definitely recommend that. Yeah. And I also watched something else. Hold on. Oh, the Texas killing fields, the killing fields. Okay. Um, holy shit. Hmm. Like watch it. Yeah. Just fucking watch it. It's about all these, these murders that happened along a interstate. Okay. And are they somehow intertwined? They don't know. Um, it's just, it's fucking crazy that these people got, they got murdered. It just, just watch it. Just watch is it, it. Is it related to the killing fields that we were obsessed with how many years ago? No. No, it's not related to that? No, because that was in Louisiana. Right, but I'm just saying, like, is it the same series, but then they pick different places? No. Okay. No, no, no. There, there's this place, it, it's just in Texas. Gotcha. Um, because it, this all started around the time of that movie, The Killing Fields, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. so. This is like the true story of that. 
No. Oh. Just they explain just it better it. than okay. I ever can. But it's <laughs> it's fun. very it's very good. One of the victims' fathers is he's a very prominent in telling the story, and my heart just goes out for him. Mm-hmm. It's it's so sad. It is so so sad, and it just it makes me lose faith mm-hmm. in our system. Yeah, Ju- judicial police department everything mm-hmm. everything because this this gentleman one of the victim's fathers he would bring them evidence he would tell them what he's seen he would be like look i have people that i spoke to because he wouldn't give up he wanted mm-hmm. to find his daughter and they did the yeah okay okay mm-hmm. no that's it's just it's not fucking cool and i just i felt so bad i felt so so bad sad but yeah, ten out of ten would recommend both of those. Nice, good. They're very good watches. Yeah, so that's nice. that's what I did. I was so proud of myself. I was like, look at you don't you cry things again. <laughs> look at you. I have to say, like on Memorial Day for my day off, I was flipping through looking for something true crime to watch, and I just. Mm-hmm wound up getting distracted i think i wound up doing some schoolwork or something like that and mm-hmm. wound up not but i've been like in the mood to get back into watching crimey things mm-hmm. um slowly but surely slowly but surely but of course like right now i just finished a new girl binge and um for like the gajillionth time though the other day i think i think my boyfriend finally has faith in my recommendations after how much he loves ted lasso really because he said to me the other day, he goes, next time you do a binge of New Girl, I'll watch with you. Tell him, did you tell him that that um, that my fiance watched it and he I loved did. it? Go. I did. See, because he doesn't like Parks and Rec, though. He doesn't find it funny. <sighs> That's but weird. it's a very different type of humor. I'm like, very different. I said to him, I was like, in my opinion, New Girl is a more consistent How I Met Your Mother. Yes. How I Met Your Mother had higher highs and lower lows. New Girl was funny. All the way through. All the way through. Mm-hmm. There was always something to laugh at in every episode. Like, yeah, there was some... Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't like one storyline, you there's a, at least something in every episode that's going to make you laugh. His name is Winston. Yes, exactly. So... His name is Winston Bishop. <laughs> Winnie the Bish. <laughs> exactly. Or even Schmidt. Like, the, Honestly, all of them. Honestly, yeah. all of them. Especially, I was going to say, especially the three boys. They were the... Definitely yes. the funniest parts of that show. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I just finished a new girl binge. And then tonight, because we're recording this on the 31st, mm-hmm. is the series finale of Ted Lasso. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am like not emotionally prepared in any way, shape or form. But it's like, I don't want it to end, but I'm so excited to watch the episode. You know, I'm just excited. I'm not excited for it to end, but I'm excited because then I can finally watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but it, like it's definitely not a show that I'm never gonna not watch. Like I will watch it always. I will probably do at least like three Ted Lasso watches a year. Yes, and that it's show such just an, makes me happy. It's an easy show to binge. Mm-hmm. A very easy show to binge. What are you, a f- character from the fucking Bible? <laughs> oh <my laughs> I love that real stupid show. It's so good. It is a wonderful show. It's a wonderful show. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. anyway. Yeah um so to kind of go on the theme of how you know things are just going and my life is just insanely crazy and cuckoo banana trees um i have a very special true crime headlines episode for you all this evening 
Um, I'm sorry. I don't accept that because you didn't do the correct true crime headline intro. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you mm. mean true crime headlines? Much better. You're talking about? Yes, okay. that. Thank you. That's what it is. Now it's okay. acceptable. Now okay. it's acceptable. Yeah. Okay. The <laughs> first one I have is actually an update to a story that I did. Oh, I like these. These are my mm-hmm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Did okay. you want me to wait for that one then? Uh, yeah, let's save that. Yeah, let's let's save that for the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that one last. Okay. Yeah. So this one is probably one that everybody has heard by now because it has to do with the Gabby Petito case. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously because of how, you know, large of a story that is, this is not just local, even though the story itself is local for us. It's not just local news. It is very, um, very national news. Yeah. Um, but... They finally released the mystery letter that Brian Laundrie's mother had written to him that he had with his um, stuff when he went um, missing. I don't know actually for sure if it was with him, like with his stuff, or if they just found it in the house. Uh But there was a letter that Brian Laundrie's mother had written to him. And on the front of the envelope, she wrote, obviously, his full name addressed to him Mm -hmm. and then wrote on it, burn after reading. No shit. Yeah. And the contents of this letter, first of all, the contents of this letter read like a love letter. Stop it. Which is really weird. That's gross. Like, it's very much that, like, weird trope of, like, boy mom who has, like, a weird obsession with their son. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, just to give you a couple of, like, quick... Snippets? Snippets? Snippety Please. dips? Okay. Please. Um, Like, the first line. I just want you to remember I will always love you. I know you will always love me. You are my boy. Um, here's the part that's a little incriminating. Hmm. If you're in jail, I will bake a cake with a file in it. If you need to dispose of a body, I will show up with a shovel and garbage bags. <laughs> and then she continues. If you fly to the moon, I will be watching the skies for your reentry. If you say you hate my guts, I'll get new guts. What the fuck tell me this doesn't sound like a weird romantic love letter a little bit it's weird that's disgusting yes uh remember that love is a verb not a noun it's not a thing it's not words it's actions i'm grossed out it's kind of grody it kind of is and like i'm glad you're doing this because like i did see the headline i just didn't read the article Uh uh-huh please tell me they're gonna arrest her or something the fact that the that especially her but that her and mr laundry haven't been arrested yet is beyond me me. yeah i agree but i don't think that it's going to be something that's not going to happen unbelievable dude i don't think it's not going to happen yeah there's there's no way they there's no way that they can't yeah i'm sorry and like especially i can't can't even imagine how her parents are feeling now you know what i mean like with that letter Yes. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And are like, you fucking even... kidding me? Oh, no, I agree. And then, like, even the letter itself, like, she has his name on the front of the envelope, but she puts Brian Christopher Laundry, and then burn after reading. Yeah, um, now, of course, the letter doesn't make any specific mention to Gabby. There's no date. So there's no way to truly know whether 
you know, whether seriously, I know, I know. Now, Mama Laundry in a statement has said, quote, the letter to Brian was written prior to Gabby and Brian even leaving my home for their trip. Previously, I submitted an affidavit to the court for very limited purposes. That is not, but that is not the whole story. Now that the letter has been shared, I ask that you read it in its entirety and understand that the letter contains other phrases besides those highlighted by Pat Riley for sensationalism and to bolster his case. Okay, but my my thing is, why did it say burn after reading them? Correct. Correct. Because exactly, like, if this was truly just your declaration of your undying love for your son, why does it have to be burn after reading? Hmm? Wouldn't that be, wouldn't you be okay with that being shared? Mm -hmm. Or for him to keep that? Mm -hmm. But no, it's the understanding of, if they catch you and you go to jail... I'll help break your ass out. Mm -hmm. And if you do have Gabby's body or know where Gabby's body is, I will help you bury it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In my opinion. And that's just one woman's opinion. Yeah. But no, I, I 110% agree. Yeah. 110% agree. Although I do not know the exact date I wrote the letter. I do know that I wrote it and gave it to Brian before they left Florida for New York, which was June 2nd of 2021. Okay, but that doesn't mean he didn't have a premonition, like he didn't already plan on killing her. Or make some sort of backhanded comment of, sometimes I wish I could just kill her. Yeah. Correct. So, Um, bullshit, dude. She said that they shared a love for books, Mm. and that one of the books that they both loved was Burn After Reading. Um, So that was a joke. Oh. It was a joke. That's why she was on there. Interesting. Okay. Well, all right. There. Mm-hmm. Wow. To call Just, them, uh, you know, the dirty laundries. That's always my favorite. Yeah. Because right. it's accurate. It is accurate. Because it is accurate. Yes. So the next two headlines that I have. Oh, that first one that I just wrote. I'm so sorry. I didn't tell you where it was from. It's from News Channel 8, which is actually the local station here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the local NBC affiliate for us here in like South Central or um, West Central Florida. Mm-hmm. And it was published on um, originally May 24th, updated on May 26th. Okay. Now, the next two cases that I have, um, or next two headlines I have, are kind of connected. One is uh, from California, and one is actually local, which is why I wanted to share it. So the one that I found about the one in California piqued my memory about the one that happened locally so i wanted to share both of them because they're kind of they're good they're feel good true crime stories oh i like those so this one's from people magazine online it was published on also may 26th Hmm. and the headline reads 37 years after her murder authorities identify a california woman slain in 1986 no shit yeah so investigators in san diego have made a major breakthrough in a decades-old cold case after positively identifying a woman's remains they used obviously dna testing Mm -hmm. and then uh, investigative genetic genealogy so igg which i do believe is the same program or system that they use to catch the golden state killer okay um, her body was found near a camp near campsites on the Los Coyotes Indian Reservation in Warner Spring. Okay. Um, back in 1986, they identified her. Her name is Claudette Jean Zabolski Powers. The Powers family members say they last heard from her after their father passed away in September of okay. 1984, and she has been missing for the full 37 years. 
Um, they had a sample of her hair, which then of course Jesus matched profiles Christ. that were available on commercial websites. And then by searching census records, obituaries, and other public information information to track down relatives. Claudette did have children, so uh, the process led investigators to Claudette's daughter, sister, and a mo- and mother, and a DNA sample from the family confirmed their genetic match. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I love that her mother was still alive to like oh, have wow. that p- peace of mind of where her That's daughter amazing. is, you know? Yeah. Um, which I think is really beautiful. And of course, now the, the next fight is to figure out what happened. Right. So, right. you know, the, the family is now pleading for any information about what may have happened to... Um, you know, their, uh-huh. their missing loved one, um, San Diego Sheriff Office Sergeant Tim Chandler, um, uh-huh. says that we now have to reconstruct her life back in the eighties, where she worked, where she lived, who her friends were, was she dating hey. anybody? Um, <clears throat> the investigation found that she was living with her husband in Washington uh-huh. state in the early eighties until she left him and moved to San Diego County, likely around 1983. They do believe she was working in a restaurant in the area. Um, and actually, interestingly enough, okay. her body wasn't the only one discovered near the reservation at the same time. There was another male body or there was a male body that was also present. Um, and the police do believe that they possibly could be connected. They were uh, approximately the same age. They were dressed similarly. Um, so there's a chance that they may have been together uh, because it's really not a it's a very remote area of the reservation so they don't believe it's likely that they would be you know two separate cases um so yeah so that's really beautiful that she gets her identity back and you know love to see that absolutely love to see that that's awesome i fucking mm-hmm. love dna same same z's same z's i love how when i did the 23andme test um, of course, my boyfriend teased me. And then, of course, he wound up doing it himself. But he was teasing me of, you know, oh, they're going to have your DNA. What happens if one somebody in your family is a murderer? I'm like, good. <laughs> Serves <laughs> somebody them right. in my family is a murderer. Let them be found. Yep. Agreed. Uh, Same. Yeah, exactly. Same. So, all right. Now, this case is local. Um, St. Petersburg. Uh, oh, wow, this really is from local. our super local news, the Spectrum News 9, mm-hmm. which is, like I said, our local cable station, uh, published on May 30th, so just yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the headline reads, St. Petersburg police identify trunk lady victim from the 1969 cold case. Oh, shit. So this story, now this is even a colder case. It's chilly. It is a, it's frigid. <laughs> this woman's body was identified back in, or is identified now. She was found back in 1969. Jesus. Yeah. Um, she was known as the trunk lady and mm. through a recent DNA profile uh, match genealogy database, her name has officially been uh, discovered, which is wonderful. Um, and her name is Sylvia June Atherton. Oh, wow. 53 years since she was discovered. She was killed when she was 41 years of age. Mm. She left behind five children. Ooh. And she was from the Tucson, Arizona area. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, on Halloween in 1969, two men were seen driving a pickup truck um, near the area of 4234th Street South in St. Pete. Mm. They placed a black steamer trunk in a field and took off. According to uh, the police, 
they found a woman's body wrapped in a large plastic bag with visible injuries to her head and Mm. she had been strangled with a man's western style bolo tie oh shit right oh Mm mm-hmm um she he uh the police had said they don't have a resolution on who killed her and this is where sleuths will come in they're asking for the public's assistance to figure out what happened Mm -hmm. um her one daughter Sillin gates said that she was only five years old when her mom went missing and then they never knew what happened until cold case detectives contacted her in california wow isn't that crazy that's horrible Mm -hmm. that's horrible and this girl, she like I said, she was five. Gates said her mom left Arizona with her husband, Stuart Brown, along with her sisters, Kimberly Brown, who was five, and Donna Lindhurst, who were 20. The sisters have also been missing. Oh, shit. Yes. Um, quote, we have not heard from any of them. We'd like the case to be solved. We'd like to find out who did this. Also to find my sisters. Um. Now, Atherton's husband died 24 years ago. Uh Her husband at the time passed away in 1999 and never listed her as missing. Weird. Yeah. That's weird. Uh Uh-huh. Little shady. Yep. Um, And he never listed her on any of his bankruptcy records that he filed. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. But Very interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Quite. Wow. Well, hopefully both both of those women they uh they find who did that to them mm-hmm. although i'm sure whoever did it to them they're probably gone by now but just I'm to sure. know mm-hmm. just to know absolutely um, would definitely be great yeah and now my final true crime headline my yes. update update this is from foxnews.com. The update was published today at Ooh. three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, shit. Out um, of the press. So, yes, yeah, just about four hours ago. And the headline reads Family feud murder suspect declines to testify, setting the stage for closing arguments in wife's shooting death. So, he is oh, already on trial. Shit. Already on trial. Closing arguments were today. Oh, shit. So, yep. Tim Bleefnick, the former Family Feud contestant, charged with climbing through a second. He was charged with climbing through a second floor window at his estranged wife's home and mm. shooting her to death in February, declined to testify in his own defense at trial. Um, apparently, there was like a pile of witnesses for the prosecution and the defense didn't even name one witness in his defense. Um, the only defense like theory was that a prowler in the neighborhood was responsible for the crime so the prosecutor got up in his uh closing argument was like the prowler is right there (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so he argued that his internet search history physical evidence and circumstantial evidence all point to his guilt the prosecution's closing arguments were quote dripping with sympathy and lacking in any hard evidence said belief next lawyer casey schnack seriously yeah well go have a snack yes because your client is going to fucking jail yeah just saying she claims that the state came up woefully short in their quest to prove tim guilty behind a reason uh beyond a reasonable doubt um but yeah so uh, becky um becky bleefnick uh was found dead in her home on february 23rd she'd been shot 14 times unreal yeah they were yeah it's awful 
They were going through a bitterly contested divorce and a custody battle of their three sons. I mean, I'm sorry. Mm, now you're definitely not going to see your three mm-hmm. sons. Here's here's probably like the main thing that was against him. Mm-hmm. So Bleefnik's sister testified last week that she had received a text message that read, quote, if something ever happens to me, make sure the number one person of interest is Tim. There you go. Um, the rest of the text says, quote, I am putting this in writing that I am fearful he will somehow harm me, come after me, or will try to do something to me that takes me away from my kids or the kids away from me. Yep. Um, he already has lied multiple times to paint himself as a victim and me as the perpetrator when he it is absolutely the other way around. Yep. And that actually sounds like the one case that I did, the wood chipper murder, mm-hmm. where she told her coworker, she's like, if, if I go missing, it's my mm-hmm. husband. Yep. So it's like, come on yep come on absolutely um they found shell casings uh at his home that Mm. matched the crime scene Mm -hmm. or no i'm sorry that's a lie eight shell casings found at the crime scene were fired from the same gun as the 27 uh that was recovered from his basement his place got it yes so flip that um but police did not find the murder weapon so i'm assuming that there was i guess more than one gun used Oh, I mean, okay. possible. Uh, but prosecutors also alleged that Bleefnik had, <laughs> idiot, had conducted incriminating Google searches on how to break into a home with a crowbar and how to clean up gunshot residue. Oh my fucking god! It was almost as bad as that jerk that likely killed his wife in all of his his like day and a half worth of internet <laughs> of, searches. Yes, yes. How long does it take for a body to decompose? How long yes. does it take for a body to smell after it's been murdered brutally by me, her husband? My name is John Smith. Like, right? dude, relax. Like, and we know. Like, come we get on. It. How could you like why were you googling this? Especially cuz that's exactly what happened. Yes. Like, yes, exactly. You're googling on. you're googling the things that are that you did step-by-step procedure of what happened Mm -hmm. you idiot Mm -hmm. you dug yourself in that hole you're you're fucked yeah that's it so yeah those are my true crime headlines for this evening well they were all wonderful thanks so yeah the burn after reading letter i have to say i just it it's grody to me very the letter is so grody very grody and i don't understand that like the romantic sounding way that she was communicating with her son i think is so creep delicious i agree um happy about the two cold case identified victims because yes. anytime a person who has been killed or is missing or we don't know their story gets their name back that's always a happy ending always. and then this turd this fucking dick. this this fucking gay you know i can't wait to hear his sentence okay. I, I, I i can't, can't wait to I, I can't wait to see if he gets actually found guilty. If he doesn't, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. There's something wrong. There and then I'm right. That's for sure. <laughs> I Then I will lose faith again because like I said, you know, we put Murdaugh behind mm-hmm. bars. And that was um, just lovely. Yes. And then we did <sighs> Lori Vallow. That her lori callow c-a-l-l-o sorry (laughs) that's okay (laughs) and then there's one other one too oh the um idaho murders oh yeah colbert so that all good things so let's keep this up Mm -hmm. let's keep this up and put this dick bag behind bars yeah what a turd this guy is yeah (laughs) sorry honey oh 
a turd turd burglar turd burglar (sighs) but yeah so those are my true crime headlines for the night well i appreciate it charlie thank you for sharing all those with us you are so welcome they were all very we learned a lot yeah so it was very educational Educational. it was it Mm -hmm. was we learned not to google things don't google things learned that dna is awesome dna is awesome which we probably already knew but we learned some Mm -hmm. more about it and we learned not to write love letters to our to our kids blood relatives gross so yes and Mm -hmm. today in today's letter is l for love (laughs) (laughs) and if you hated my guts i'd get new guts relax lady relax calm the fuck down not really sit down (laughs) just sit down (laughs) anyway anyway thank you again charlie much appreciated if you guys have anything going on in your hometowns you have any fun headlines that you want to share with us send them our way way. we'll talk about them because there's always news there's always news there's always something cray cray to talk about always uh if you want to just say hi if you want to send us pictures of your pets that's cool too uh you could send them to our email at bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com yes you can you can find this on the instagram at bedcrimestories you can also slide into those dms Mm -hmm. excuse me we've been a little slacking on the social medias lately life it sucks Girl. it's it's not easy Mm-mm. it's a struggle so we do apologize it will pick back up again mm-hmm. wherever you are listening to this make sure to rate review subscribe yes tell a friend mm-hmm. in light of my newfound dive into politics <laughs> i learned that this world is 10 times worse than i ever could imagine mm-hmm. so please be kind Please be the band-aid. Just just do it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just just do it. Mm-hmm. We need it. We love you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. You guys rock. Mm-hmm. And wherever, when, whenever you're listening, we hope you're having a good day, good night, whenever, whatever, in the shower, in the car, walking your dog, picking up your dog's poop, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. But until then, sweet Sweet dreams dreams. and happy pride. Happy pride. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.